your name, Jesus. God, we thank you and we love you, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. It's by his blood. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, have your way in this service on today. God, we honor and we adore you on today, God. No one like you, Jesus. And Father, we lift our hands, God. We lift our hearts, God. We lift our heads today, Jesus. God, just thanking you, God, for another day, another Sunday, God, that you allowed us to see, Father. And we are so grateful. God, we're nothing without you. God, restoration is nothing without you, Father. God, we thank you on today. We thank you and we love you, God. Thank you, Jesus. God, we just worship you, God. We worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah. By your blood, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Have your way on today, God. Have your way, Jesus. Have your way, Lord. We're nothing without you today. Have your way, Jesus. Have your way, God. We exalt you today, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your name, God. thank God for his blood. We thank God for what he is doing. Hallelujah. How you feeling today? Restoration. Hallelujah. God bless you all for being on today. Amen. Elder, how are you feeling today? Amen. 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 I'm glad, grateful to have you all on on today, and we're just grateful just to be here. Amen. So I'm going to ask uh, Sister Brittany if you would just pray for us. Amen. Even though I, I did a little bit of prayer, but I'm just asking you to pray for us today before we get started on today. Amen. Sister Brittany, please. Oh, Lord, we come thank you, Lord, for a new day, oh, Lord. We thank you for another Sunday, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, even though we're not together physically, oh, Lord, we thank you for allowing us to join together virtually, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, we ask that you touch each household, oh, Lord, through the service. Let them take something, oh, Lord, that will carry them throughout the week, oh, Lord. If they're down or hopeless, oh, Lord, let them gather, get something from today, oh, Lord, 
to bring joy in their life, O oh Lord. O oh Lord, we ask that you touch each one, O oh Lord, and make us stronger together, O oh Lord. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister amen. Brittany. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to ask if someone would just give us a song. Amen. Something may be in on your heart this week. Amen. Just give us a song. Amen. Bless the name of Jesus. Amen. If there's no takers, I'll take it. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. We serve a mighty God. Hallelujah. 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 You may be one that may have a testimony or one that just something that God has done for you all week. Amen. Will there be one? Is there one? Amen. Well, I can just say that God has truly blessed me. Amen. Maybe I'm the only one that God has blessed all week. But God has truly blessed me and he is truly doing great things even in, you know, my life. So I'm grateful to God for what he does. He wakes us up every morning. He gives us new mercies and new grace. And I am so grateful for him and for what he is doing. So I just, I truly am just a living testimony that God will do anything that we can put our mind to and allow God to do for us. So I'm grateful for that. Amen. It may be another may have a testimony or something God has done for them. Yeah. Um, I want to say I just celebrate another Mother's Day with my mother. Without God, it just wouldn't be possible. Um, she was in good spirits and feeling well while I was there visiting. Amen. Thank you, Sister Jasmine. Amen. God is truly a great God. Amen. Amen. Will there be another testimony? Yes. All right, Mama Allah. I want to I want to thank God for helping me. I got my strength back a little bit. Amen. I can work. Amen. Amen. I can walk. Yes. I can do things now. Yes. I don't stay in my room at all. Yes. And I just want to thank the Lord. Wake up every morning. 
Yes. It's been too good to me. Yes, God. Yes. Yes, amen, amen. We send the miracle in work. Amen. That's enough to shout on right there. I see it happening every day with her. Amen. You know, she used to, when she first got here, she was just always in her room. Amen. But now she walks around. She's outside. Across the street at the store. She's just doing everything. And we are excited because she is getting her strength back. She is she is being more mobile. And you can tell that she's getting stronger and stronger every day. So we thank God. Amen. We've seen her at her worst. Amen. But we think that we serve a God that is able to even heal. Even when the doctors may say no, or even you may feel that you can't do it, but then God gives you more strength to do, and you keep pushing through, just having faith to believe that he will, and he does. Amen. She is truly a walking testimony. Amen. It may be another. Amen. There another for a testimony. Amen. Amen. If there's none, amen. We truly thank God for those that have testified on today and truly just thinking about the goodness of God. Amen. But let's pray right now and then we'll go right into the word. Amen. Father God, we just bless you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you for this opportunity. Another day, God, that you have allowed us to be together, God. Hide me behind the throne in the name of Jesus. Let them see none of Eli, but Father, let them see the vessel, God, that you have called me to be, Father, to bring forth this word, God. Let it not be my words, but the words that you have given me to speak, Father God, for your people. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. I feel Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. The word on today is speak it the way you believe it. Amen. Words are powerful, whether you use them in a positive way or not. Your words can create a lasting effect on people. So choose wisely. People judge people by the art of delivery of their words. Most can give an amazing presentation just by their ability to cultivate words in a presentation. Great speakers have mastered the delivery of a speech just through their practice of presentation. And when you have mastered presentation, you have won at least the attention for people to listen. My God. The Bible is clear about the power of words. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Proverbs 18 and 21 says words produce fruit. Fruit that can be enjoyed physically. Words can give life. Words can kill. Meaning it is in your mouth. You can produce just what you want if you like it or not. You produce what you speak out of your own mouth. Because the words produce fruit. I am not a fan of all fruits. 
Some fruits, no matter how beautiful they may look, they can have a sour taste. Not all fruit is good fruit, my God. Some presentations of fruit can be deceiving. <laughs> have you ever hit or bit into some bad fruit? It looked good, oh my God. It looked sweet. It had great color. They they feel juicy and it seemed like it was just going to be just so tasteful in your mouth. But once you got a bit a bite of the whatever the fruit is, your face tells them what went through your taste buds. It was sour and bitter. Some can give you a fooled presentation and the appealing of the eye will deceive you. My God. Have you ever had bad food? <coughs> bad food. Have you ever had bad food? It looks like you're about to grub down. <laughs> I've been to some funerals. Brittany is my witness. We had some macaroni and cheese. My Jesus. We went to this funeral and afterwards they do the repast and this macaroni and cheese looked great. It we thought that it was just the best thing. When we tasted it, we always try to pass it off to each other. Because even though the look of it, the taste of it was horrible. My God. The same thing with people. You can look at a person and judge them just by their looks. But until you get to know the core of the person, my God. Sometimes it can be deceiving. They give you a presentation that is going to be a great friendship or a great relationship but sometimes it can be toxic my god have you ever got sick off of food this is called food poisoning toxic food that doesn't appear to be bad until it gets into your body and then it starts to attack the body that is called poisoning my God, you have people these days that can be toxic in a relationship. You have people these days that can be toxic in a friendship. It's because you allow them in. You allow them to a place where it disturbs your soul. That they can be toxic to your system. We can be caught up so much by the appearance or the presentation of what they may give and not realize that they're toxic. But we are so deep and caught up into people that because we're in the toxic relationship, it does not do anything but until it destroys the yoke. It means destroying your spirit. It means destroying who you are. You turn into them because they have overtaken you. But what happens is when God gets to it, you got to let God go in and re- reform and restore some things of what the enemy does and what past relationships have done. It's because the fruit was not good. It's because the fruit was not good. My God. Every sign that you see from toxic people, take warning. Look at what happens. We look at different things like people with IBS can't have fruits with seeds. They can't. They're not supposed to take eat seeds. They're not supposed to eat any type of nuts because they have holes in their intestines and in their stomach where the seeds will sit there and cause an infection. I know this because my mom had IBS. She couldn't eat seeds. 
So even though the strawberry looks good, it's not good for you if you have something against it. If the strawberry, my mom, if she when she ate the strawberry and the seed got into one of those holes and caused infection, it caused her system to be toxic. You can't is absorb everything you come in contact with. Everything is not good for you. You have to, to be in the discernment. I know exactly what you can take and what you can't. Mm-hmm. Everybody can't accept everything that's out there. Mm-hmm. You have to be observant about what you put into your system. That's spiritually and physically. Yeah. So if you're at a place where your spiritual man is giving you red flags, listen to it. Yes. Everything is not good. Yes. My God. So what happens here is when we develop the toxins, everybody ain't your friend. Well, everybody is not in your corner. hmm. But if they produce good fruit in your life, keep eating it. You will get fat in the long run. (laughs) That's good to me. You will get fat on things that is good for your system. But if you are if you aren't getting spiritually or naturally fed, you're malnutrition. Meaning lack of proper nutrition caused by not having enough to eat, not eating enough of the right things, or being able to use the food that one does eat. Some are dead in churches because you are malnutrition. You're eating, but it ain't the right food. You're lacking the anointing. Is why you can't pray your way out of a paper bag. You aren't getting enough to eat. Is why you're not full spiritually when you leave. You can't use what they're giving you because it's not biblical. My God, people are dying spiritually because they're not being fed. They are dying spiritually because they're not being fed. (coughs) The reason why they are is because Ezekiel 37 says, because we live in the valley of dead and dry bones. You don't even realize it, that you're in dry bones until you find water. Even Ezekiel 37 even mentions that These dry bones live. You're dead and you don't know it because you're amongst the dead. People are dying spiritually because they don't know because they're not showing signs of life. People are not okay with being at home and out of church because they're so used to worshiping the building. See, they don't have spiritual life at home. They're not okay with not coming together because they had no church at home. They had no relationship with God at home. They always came to the assembly, which a man or a woman preached you happy. A man or woman gave you direction. A man or woman gave you God. They're not God. They're just people. They're humans. And that's why churches fall today and people fall because Once they see the pastor fall, they fall. Because they're looking at the human as their God instead of having a godly relationship with God. My God, because what happens here is because they're taking the risk 
of trusting the person that is mentally abusing them. Let me tell you what's happening here. In an abusive relationship, the person who is the dominant one, could be male or female, will keep someone from growing because they're intimidated by what they may find out or know about the, the, least, the weaker person. <clears throat> Meaning, when you're in a relationship and your dominant partner tells you you can't speak or you can't work or you, you're not good enough to do these different things, they don't accept what you have to say. That is an abusive relationship. Yes. This is what happens. Because they are afraid of what you can bring. Now, great leaders allow their leaders to bring forth word. They, they allow them to operate in their gifts. Those that are intimidated by them will shut members down. <clears throat> Why is this? Is because they are intimidated that you may know more than them and they look at it as being a weakness instead of a strength. Now, the thing is, is that we all have our mindsets of Christ. I don't know everything. Yes, I have many talents, but there is much for me to learn. So what happens is iron sharpens iron. So when you are in a position to allow somebody else to help, no matter if it's the baby, the baby can, Mackenzie taught me something today at four years old. She's like, yeah, yeah, the Wi-Fi ain't on. I didn't even realize it. She knew it right away. But if I was not receiving of that, how in the world would I have not known that a four-year-old can teach me, hey, look for the Wi-Fi. It's, it wasn't on. <laughs> a baby is able to teach. If you are in a position and you are at church and people are, are listening to one leader and there's not many leaders, something is wrong with that dynamics because God gave 26 oh, spiritual gifts. And if all 26 is not operating in the, in the, in the realm of the church, something is wrong because those gifts are not being utilized. And so people are dying because they're not utilizing their gifts. They're not utilizing their talents. They're not being able to be operational in the body of Christ. So that means that they are just followers and not leaders. Everybody has some type of talent. Now let me, let me show you this. When people are intimidated by others, they aren't leaders. They keep people from growth that keeps them ahead of the, the other people. So if they are always ahead, guess what? They always have followers. If they're always ahead, they always have followers. They are scared to lose folk. See, the thing is about great leaders, they are helping people to grow. If your leader is not helping you to grow, they're not a leader. They are just wanting you to follow them. If they're not giving you truth and not helping to, to give forth and pour into their people to help them bring forth something out of them, because fear keeps people down. Fear keeps people from growing. Fear keeps people from doing other things in their life. So if you have fear at church, you got to have fear at home. You got to have fear at your job. But if you have the freedom at church, the spiritual, you have freedom in your home. You have freedom on your job. You have freedom within yourself. Because that's the main thing we look for is at the head. We look at the head of things. And that's our spiritual 
mind person. Being that you are in, in yourself and not being in a fearful place, you're in a good spot. Because God is pouring into you. So if you're not being fed and you're not being pushed and challenged, now that's a different thing from fear. If you're being pushed and challenged to do more from you, that's great. But fear is a different story. That's the other part of it. You are, are fearful of doing it because you're, you're, you're not, you don't know your potential yet. That's a different type of fear. The other fear is because they won't allow you to. That's, that's being afraid. You're being afraid to do anything because every time that you spoke up about something, you got knocked down or you got shut up or you got, uh, no, that's not allowed here. But when you're in a place where you're able to grow, then your confidence gets, you get, you get built up in your confidence to do more and you want to do more because then your spiritual man begins to be hungry. It's not lacking anything. It's like, hmm, I guess I could take on a little bit more of this. Huh, I guess I can do a little bit more of this because then your appetite grows. My God. Then you start to be really hungry uh, about the word of God. Then you want to learn more. Then you want to seek more. And then that's when things in your life start to change. Because then you have worked out and you're seeking first the kingdom of God and everything else will be added. And that's what he's talking about. Seeking ye first the kingdom of God. Guess what? Your spiritual man grows. Your natural man grows. Your, your, your physical. You start to think different about what you put in your body and how you're doing things because you want to live longer. Because it's spiritually, your spiritual man is up here now instead of being down here. So what happens here is that when the abusive mate keeps the timid mate quiet, they can keep them in control. They don't encourage them. They are the uh, alternatives of what could be. See, they keep you in a place to keep you fearful because they recognize your strengths even when you don't. They recognize the power that is within you even when you don't because your will shows them what they could possibly be, but because they're fearful of it, they put the fear in you instead of allowing you to be expressed or allowing you to be in a place where you could come up. So people are so afraid that others will at them. <laughs> They're so afraid of that, that they are cowards and they don't have a backbone. See, great leaders understand the more that they do, the less they have to. The more we can do, the less we don't want to, we don't need to do because we have people that can do it too see so if i am allowing leaders to do things we're all operating in this motion where somebody's doing the finger part and somebody's doing the hand part and somebody's doing the the heart part and somebody's doing the leg part where the pastor is not doing all the parts that is building the body because the body is weak if the toes are weak. The body is weak if, if the ears can't hear. The body is weak if the hands don't work. You have to constantly, you have to constantly allow the Spirit of God to direct the body. If you get to a place in a church that you can't speak, get out. 
if your spiritual gifts are are dying, then that's what what's going on within you is because the man and are the woman of God. I can't really call them man or woman of God. The people are keeping you from growing. So this is why I wanted this on Facebook. This is why I wanted you to invite people because the thing is, is that leaders now are not really teaching the truth. They're not really giving people what God is really saying because it's a body of Christ. It's not a man of Christ. It's the whole body and the body needs to be edifying the spirit. And if it's not, it's, it's some pieces missing, then the church lacks. And that's why we have so many issues today within the body is because the whole body is not being utilized. That's why we're teaching on this today. So why we're teaching on it this month about who am I? Because I want you to recognize who you are in Christ. You got to speak up and speak it as you believe it, my God. I speak prosperity, so prosperity is will follow me. I speak breakthrough, so breakthrough will follow me. I speak anointing, so anointing will follow me. I speak healing, so healing has to follow me. See, whatever you speak out of your mouth and believe it within your heart, God has to recognize that. So if the if the man or woman of God is not giving you the powers and tools to help you to be successful and to be in a place where you prosper in the spirit, you need to really think about that. If the man or woman of God is not speaking life into you and helping you to grow and to be prosperous in the spirit, something is wrong. You have to realize whose you are instead of just being the dot on the wall. Because that's what you are in churches. It's just the diet. You're not being able to be utilized of what God wants you to do. And who you wants you to be. If your gifts are not being cultivated. And your gifts are not being stressed in you. And being in a place where you are actually able to, to be a blessing to the body. You're not being utilized. So your gifts will die. You're going to be just like the dry bones in these valleys. And not being able to, to be a blessing to the body of Christ. And I encourage you today to, to realize your value. Realize what God has, has called each of us to be. Speak it the way you believe it. And realize that you have a voice in this thing. You have a voice in restoration. I never shut anybody up because I want you all to... To be able to be the blessing of what God wants you to be. Now the thing is about this, because Regina looked at me. The reason why I I cut some things off is because if God says it's not yet, it's not yet. Or it's not in his timing. So if it does not agree with something that is in my spirit, yes, I have the right to say no. Because he gives me the authority as pastor to say no. So yes, there are some things that God does not... He, he gives you wisdom and to do things. And he gives you uh, a mindset of saying, um, yes, that, that, that is a good idea and let's cultivate that. Let's, let's work on some things. But then there are some times that God say no because you have to look at the wows. And you have to look at the enemy that is set beside that or behind that. Some things we can go out there and as a shepherd, it is my job to cover you. 
So I cover the church. So yes, there's many times that I say no about some things. Yes. Yes, I w- and I will continue to say no. If God shows me that that's not the way that he wants restoration to go. My job is to cover. Amen. Amen. So I thank God for you today. I thank God for this word. Amen. Speak it the way you believe it. We know God is able to do some things and he's doing some things in restoration. I'm seeing the growth of our leaders. I'm seeing the growth of our members. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that you're coming out of your shell and I'm seeing that. And I'm truly grateful. Even Sister Tracy, you know, working on her business plan. Amen. Sister uh, Liz is, is being able to speak to people more. Amen. And even trustee speaking to people even on his job. So I'm seeing different ones doing different things. So God is working. And he is giving your, you the desires of your heart by actually cultivating your gift. You just have to believe who you are in him. Amen. I'm going to give this time for our, our elder and for prophetess to chime in with us. Amen. Prophetess, our elder. Amen. If you have something to add. Amen. 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 I just I thank God for this word on this morning. And one thing about it that I, I realize we all have to realize that we have to believe in who we are and who we
Hey man, we we thank God for you, prophetess. Amen. Hey man, we love you. Amen. Hey man, anybody else? Hey Amen. Well, we truly thank God for the word of God today. I am truly blessed to <clears throat> have this opportunity again just to be before you today. Just to give a little nugget. Amen. Just what God has given me. Amen. I'm truly grateful for what he is doing in restoration and what he's doing for us. Continue to uplift your leaders. Continue to pay for, pray for your pastor. Amen. And you all have a great and blessed Sunday. Amen. I actually was off today. So I'm grateful that I got a little bit of rest. Amen. So I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for each and every last one of you. And you all have a great Sunday. God bless. If you need me, reach me. Amen. Amen. Next Sunday we will amen, be amen. Um, back at uh, 111 Bonnie Lane. Amen. So if you uh, need directions to that. We will be back at our location. Hallelujah. We'll be able to um, be in fellowship uh, one with another. We do have a thermometer. We will be checking temperatures. Amen. Please stay at home if you do not feel well. We don't want to um, to harm even our elderly coming out and being a part. Amen. So please stay at home if you do not feel good. We will wait for you. Amen. Amen. If there's nothing else, uh, the church service will be at 1230. So please be prompt. Amen. About being on time. Amen. It is 111 Bonnie Lane. Amen. Uh, we'll have more details coming to that. And also, don't forget about Wednesday night. Amen. We've been really been diving into some deep stuff on Wednesday night. So I'm grateful for that. Wednesday night Bible study. We've really been dig digging in and learning about the Word of God. Amen. So make sure that you tune into that right here on this, on free conference call. Amen. And we will see you all on Wednesday. Amen. God bless and you all have a great day.